This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Friday evening edition of Don't Unfriend Me. I don't mean to seem like I'm a little nervous, but I am. And I wanted to talk to you about some things I uncovered, and I have not shared this with anybody yet. I'm just going to share it with you, and it's going to crack the censorship and absolute oppression that's been going on with social media, and I'm going to bring it to you live. Nobody else has this right now. It's just me. I'm scared to death. At any moment, my my family could be in danger. Something could happen that would just – I'm just – I'm a little nervous. I apologize. I'll try to collect my thoughts. Hello? Hello? What happened? Hello? told you I wasn't a method actor, but anyway, you get the point. Listen, obviously, we're going to talk about censorship today, and that could be very, very real in a, in a theater coming soon to you. Uh, my name is Matt. I'm with Don't Unfriend Me. I appreciate you. We talk a little bit about uh, political issues, current events, all that type of stuff. Let's get right to it. I have not taken one single note here, and I want to talk about this current political climate and the climate of of oppressing and suppressing different political views. And this is a very serious topic for me. I am a constitutionalist first and foremost. I don't believe in parties. I don't believe, even though most of my views lean conservative from a fiscal um, point of view, uh, but from a social view when it comes to sexuality and comes to personal preference and the right to choose, I'm, I'm pretty open. Leave me alone in what I believe and you do what you you do you. That, that's basically what I I believe. And if any of those things are in opposition, I go back to the Constitution of the United States, these three documents right here, 100%. They're in my head. I've memorized them, but I also have the books because I'm getting old. This goes back to, uh, I think it was 1996, early 1997. And um, my unit was providing a few things. We were over in Hong Kong and... In the Sea of Japan, South China Sea area, we were in that general vicinity. And there were several units of military presence providing security. My ship was responsible to provide intel. And this was during the takeover of China leaving British rule, or excuse me, Hong Kong leaving British rule and going to communist China rule. And I will tell you, I was at Hong Kong about seven, eight months before, and it was an amazing, beautiful place. We pulled into the harbor. It was electric. All the clouds were coming over the the, the bay and eclipsing and just, just kissing the mountaintops. 
And it was electric by all the neon and the beautiful high rises also kissing the clouds. It was gorgeous. It was just one of the best ports I've ever seen in my life. And most people felt the same and we were in awe and we would just want to get off and get into the, the boats and go across um, and just have a lot of fun and start drinking. And there was amazing in Hong Kong. We would go Christmas shopping and the, and the, and the, the clothes were so cheap. You get polo shirts and Ralph Lauren and Gucci and, you know, whatever. And you could get a giant thing of wings or yakisoba or gyoza. And they would have these beautiful food areas, like a f- giant outdoor food court that had Japanese food and American, uh, not really hamburgers because it's difficult for cows, but they would still have, you know, like, like chicken teriyaki hamburgers. They were just great stuff. It was Americanized and it was culture. It was beautiful. You know, and the rugby sevens tournament was handled there and we would go play rugby there. And it was just awesome. It was a great time. Great time. And I'll tell you, I remember going back right before China took over and the streets were very different. It was almost like a cloud rolled in and a low rumble of despair and fear as the red curtain slowly lowered. And it felt like the oxygen was being stolen from a beautiful, rich, thriving, democratic, capitalistic country. And although they knew that their freedom wouldn't be gone immediately, because the Chinese propaganda machine wanted to make sure that it was done like Novocaine, like all communist countries, that the slow drip is so much more effective than the painful thrust of a quick sword that freedom would indeed die in Hong Kong. And as we sit here 20 years later and I reflect with my fellow shipmates as we saw that and Marines, as we witnessed those things happen, we knew that Hong Kong was going to die. And the people knew too. You could see it in their eyes and there were people in tears and they were afraid and they almost had that look on their face of put me on your ship, take me away. Get me out on a helo. And it was palpable and painful to watch. And a place that I would love for my children to see if somehow Mr. H.G. Wells could just provide me that time machine so I could go back and take them because I will never step foot on anything afloat to pull into Hong Kong Harbor Again, because now it is falling apart. And just like everything that socialism and communism touch, it kills. I bring this up because it's so very important for us to realize that this has happened in society before. What's happening to America? The Greeks were plagued by their democratic ideals and the party systems and the Senate and the corruption of the military. And ultimately it destroyed the Greeks and it destroyed the Romans and the Christians were persecuted and the Jews were burned and thrown into gas chambers and ultimately almost wiped out from this earth 
at least from Eastern Europe. And if Hitler had his way, he would have went into the Middle East and he would have put a giant swastika above Jerusalem. Fortunately, we stopped them. And people like you and me stopped him. And we rose together and we said, never again will we live under tyrannical and oppressive rule. And although it took us a awfully long time to get involved in that fight, because we were fighting our own war with Japan and we were stretched thin, we finally got involved and did the right thing. The Japanese is a completely other story and people you ever want to go down that path, I would love to talk to you about why Japan had very little choice in what they did. But like the Japanese do, when they do it, they do it extremely full of savagery and without mercy. They are a barbaric people, especially back then. Not now, but back then. You drop a nuke on a society, it tends to change you. And I have a lot of love for Japanese people and their culture. And America hasn't always been on the right side of things. And we've taken a long time to learn that what we do in the world reflects on us as a people. And we can kind of be hypocritical as Americans because we tend to look through rose-colored glasses. And because we write the history we believe that that means we are on the right side of history, which is not true. And the world will judge us at some point for our indiscretions and our mistakes. But I hope they will weigh us based upon our successes and the positive impacts we've had on society and the world. There's something that's happening here. And we are being censored. And it's one person. It's not necessarily a group. It's the individual censorship that is taking place that's impacting the collective being censored. We have given permission to these corporations. We have given permission to these social media platforms to censor us. We have signed the terms and conditions to say that we will go ahead and trade our rights for convenience. Just like when we join Android or Apple and all of our songs and all of our devices are Android based and we realize, ugh, I can't learn another platform. I can't change all my music and my movies and my photos and go to Apple. I have to stay with Android now. And Apple people are the same way. We are slaves to our devices. The same is true to the social media. And as Ed world powers rose up and said, we will oppress you, we stood up and said no. As Walmart came into our small towns, and although it seemed like a good idea, after they closed down all the mom and pops and destroyed the middle class, towns finally said, no more. We don't want a Home Depot. We don't want a Whole Foods. We don't want a Walmart. We are done. And that physical and materialistic resistance that we did to these corporations was American and it was beautiful and it protected everyone, whether you were a Democrat or Republican. 
And as all of that was going on and been going on, we have forgotten to do the same thing with our intellectual property. And we have sold it to these social media companies and they have bought it all up and they now own it. Everything you do, everything you say, everything you think is now collected in a digital cornucopia and a farm that is far larger than anything we ever imagined possible. Our mind is incapable of understanding the confines of space because there is none in space. And the second largest area that we could possibly comprehend would be the digital landscape and how immense that actually is. And our brains are not even remotely capable of understanding that. Within five feet of me, I have about 50 terabytes of data. And now I want you to time that by 7.2 billion people. And then I want you to times that by Fortune 500 companies. And the hundreds of thousands of data centers spread across the United States. And the world. You can't even fathom the amount of data that's out there. And we let it go. And we said, President Obama, it's okay that he spied on us. It's okay they run algorithms to search for keywords with the Patriot Act, keywords that they considered to be threatening, whether it be bomb or Allah or anything else. And then they just realized they didn't need keywords and they would just go ahead and collect it all anyway because we willingly gave it away. And now it's so hard to leave that I'm talking to you on the platform that is slowly choking and stealing the very air out of our lungs. And the stump that we stand on and the pulpit that we reach and the soapbox that we plant firmly on can be swept from underneath us simply by a button click. Just like we saw at the beginning of the video, that wasn't being dramatic. It's absolute fact. 20 years ago, with a satellite, we could read a basketball or a baseball. And we could listen to your conversation from space. How do I know that? Because I know that. What we can do now There were data farms in the 70s and in the 60s that were the size of football fields that would record conversations. Now, terabytes. I don't even know what's above that. Quantabytes, teraflops, whatever. Parsecs, little Star Wars, can now be collected in a nanosecond. And if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough that they would listen to our conversations through our phones and I would talk about my wife's engagement ring, that it needed to be cleaned. And then five seconds later, a picture of that ring and local areas where I could get it done would pop up on all my social media wasn't enough. That Siri would randomly start talking to me for no reason. That certain applications would then track my location and send data 
with an update, even though I had expressly pre- uh, expressly forbidden them to do so. That Facebook would update its terms and conditions, and then all of a sudden, all my private posts would be open for everyone to see, even though I had selected for them not to. That I could be forced to be receiving texts from political campaigns and Amber Alerts when I had turned them off before. Like that wasn't enough. But now, in an effort for a fake Russian collusion hoax and through fear, we are being told that we have to be fact-checked and censored and banned for sharing anything that possibly speaks out against the norm. Doesn't this sound familiar? Have, has anyone read a history book? Was it Eva Braun in a book-burning session with the Nazis? The German people weren't forced to take their books and burn them. They did it willingly. And the first Jews that they requested to show up went on their own volition as they were gassed and thrown into ovens. And then they ran. And it didn't matter. And then they hid. And their own people turned against them. Do you really believe that these three little books are going to stop that? If we surrender them any more than we already have? That's why I don't wear a goddamn mask. And I'm sorry for using the Lord's name in vain. I trust that my physical capabilities, I eat right. I've got the cardiovascular system of an 18-year-old. I've got less body fat in my life than I ever have after having the worst accident of my life and having a broken back and putting on more than 60 pounds and killing myself, having an artery in my heart be 90% blocked and another one 20% blocked, ready to have a coronary like my father did in open heart surgery. I trust my body. I trust what I eat. And I trust that I can fight this thing. And I am not afraid of it. And I have that right. I wear a mask when I am in public because I'm asked to, not because I am told to. Otherwise, I don't wear them. And I am always armed because that is my right. And nobody will take it away from me. But the problem is, is you have upstanding citizens who will follow the law. And you have people who will take advantage of that. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights is not for our government. It is not for corporations. It is to protect us from the government and corporations. And the answer for American society is not more government. It's less of it. This is what happens when you give companies power. They censor. There is no Russian interference. It's American corporation interference. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Every single social media channel, the news media. They are working together to suppress voices. And I don't care if it's right or wrong. I want to hear it. 
because my relatives who were Jewish or my German relatives who made horrible decisions maybe could have made good ones or self-preserving ones with more information. But the propaganda and the Nazis suppressed that information just like it's happening today. Do you want to live in a world where voices are snuffed out simply because you disagree with them? Do you want to live in a world and a country where the collective get to decide what's best for you and your individual rights no longer matter because somebody says so? Do you not want to listen to the music you want to listen to and celebrate your life the way you want to and believe in God or not believe in God? Because if you think that we are so star-spangled awesome, that we are bulletproof from oppression, when that is the fires that we were born from, you're naive. You are allowing our rights to be taken away because you somehow are listening to this devil that you despise. You don't trust the media. You don't trust politicians. Why are you listening to them? Why are you listening to them that I am a racist simply because I have a Trump banner out? I'm not listening to them that you are trying to hurt my family or oppress me or that you want socialism or that you believe in burning down neighborhoods or you believe that cops deserve to be killed simply because you're a Democrat. I don't believe that. I don't believe my good friends believe that. Why do you believe that I'm a racist simply because I have to choose the values that I believe in? What do you believe? Do you believe that 60 million unborn babies deserve to die? Do you believe in unregulated and unchecked spending? Do you believe that everyone on the planet or in the United States deserves the same quality health care, no matter if it puts us into even more debt? Or do you believe that some people can make that choice for themselves? Do you believe that anyone can enter any bathroom that they want, no matter if they pee sitting up or down when your daughter or son are there? Is that what you believe? Do you believe in lies? Do you believe in changing the Constitution and altering this so it benefits politicians versus the people? Do you believe that you have the right to protect yourself and not wait seven minutes for a police department to show up, if at all? Do you believe that you have a right to say those things? This is not a fight between R's and D's. This isn't a fight between R's, I's, and D's. This is a fight between good and evil. And I don't think Joe Biden's evil, and I don't think you're evil for voting for him. But I believe that there are elements in that party that will do irreparable harm to our government and our country and our constitution. And we have seen it happen. And I have witnessed it personally in Venezuela, in Russia, in Hong Kong, in China, in Vietnam, 
in South Korea, in North Korea. I have personally witnessed communism and I have personally witnessed socialism and I have personally witnessed censorship. And this is how it starts. If you do not believe that socialism is the antithesis of capitalism and a free society, then you are the issue and you are my enemy and you are not my friend and you are not an American. Do I believe that Donald Trump is going to solve our problems? No. Because if he gets in, I still think it burns. And if Biden gets in, it also burns. This has to start with us. It has to start with us that we stop doing the same thing and expecting any of them to work in our benefit. But the funny thing is, The most terrifying thing is, is Donald Trump is the most accurate reflection of what we're looking for that we've seen in a long time. He can't be bought. He speaks his mind. He doesn't pander. He gets stuff done. How do you ignore a 30, 30, what, 33.1% GNP growth during COVID? Why isn't the stock market under 12,000 right now? Why is unemployment only at 10 million when it should be at 40? And why are the Rust Belt states not opening up so we can get those unemployed jobs? How is it possible that minorities are voting for him in droves? How is it possible that there is peace in the Middle East? How is it possible we're not in a war right now? How is it possible that we are not having more drugs enter our country and the opioid epidemic is actually lessening for the first time in 20 years? How can you not see it? This is the most important election of my lifetime. And I will go to bed the same way that I wake up. I will kiss my wife. I will say a very modest prayer to the Lord. And I will make sure that I am locked and loaded and prepared for any threat that comes to my door. And I will never invite it into my home. And you are inviting it into our homes. A patriot isn't a person who ignores the fight. A patriot is a person who is scared of the fight. A patriot is a person who doesn't want to fight. And a patriot is a person who is the most reluctant to fight. But when that time comes, which side will you be on? Will we fall back into killing our own brothers and sisters with malice in our hearts? I kill my brother and sister with malice in my heart. Or will finally realize that we are not the problem, that I am not your problem, that you are not my problem, that we are each other's solution and come together and stand behind these values and these truths that we hold to be self-evident and take 
our country back. We've got a few days. You can either vote for the side that wants to take the things away or stick with the party that ultimately has never, ever tried to take those liberties away. And really, that's the most simple thing about it. It's not about economy. It's not about war. It's not about babies. It's not about anything other than protecting the rights of the people that are now being trampled on by corporations. It's up to you. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. Veterans are in trouble, 22 a day. They're losing their lives. They're committing suicide, and they need your help. They suffer from PTS. They suffer from a lot of emotional things, and they need you to make a phone call. Please reach out today, and if you can't, ask me. I'll be there for you. We have a very important election, and this was a very somber video. But I truly believe that with this election... We are either going to surrender our democracy, our republic, our constitution, or we're going to fight for it. The choice is up to you.